Hi, everyone. It's Allison Graves. Today, we continue with personal stories about what it's like to be alive during a pandemic. The stories were written by Tampa Bay Times journalists and are featured in a new project known as The Scrapbook, which you can find on tampabay.com. Today, we're going to hear from Tampa Bay Times reporter Paul Guzzo. My name is Paul Guzzo. I'm a reporter with the Tampa Bay Times, and this is what it's been like to be a father in quarantine. Hey dad, why don't you ever cry? The backseat question from my eight-year-old son caught me off guard. What does he mean, I wonder? I'm a total crier. Such a crier that my wife mocks me for it. Then I realized why he asked. Just moments earlier, he had his first quarantine meltdown. The tight and tiny ball of angst inside of him exploded into a tearless fit of rage. I dragged him from the house and into my car for what I hoped would be a soothing drive. Do you want to cry, I ask? He replies by weeping nonstop for the next 30 minutes. I hate your stupid quarantine memes. The ones that tell us that soldiers died during World War II and Anne Frank hid in an attic for two years so we can at least sit on our butts and binge watch. I don't hate the premise. I agree that, compared to those instances, this is a walk in the park, or at least was before all the parks in Hillsborough County were closed. It is who shares those memes that bugs me. On my Facebook feed, they are posted by people with no kids. Newsflash, families with kids especially those with multiples, don't have time to binge watch shows. I have four kids, so this time in isolation is not that easy for us. I wake at 5 a.m. so I can get the bulk of my writing done by 9 when I start helping the 8-year-old with virtual school. Then I fine-tune my work in between walking him through assignments for the next few hours. My wife takes breaks from virtual teaching to check in on the older two kids who are self-sufficient. At 5 p.m., one of us helps the six-year-old with her virtual schoolwork, while the other one cleans the house and prepares dinner. Next comes a family walk around the neighborhood, showers, and bed. There is no binge watching. It is exhausting. Still, it went smoothly for the first few weeks. Everyone seemed to be handling self-isolation. Then came my eight-year-old's meltdown. I can't remember what triggered it, but it was trivial. I tried to approach it in my usual disciplinarian way, but that only made it worse. After the half-hour cry in my car, my son was calm enough to return home to play cards with his siblings. A second meltdown came less than 24 hours later, again in reaction to something small. I lost my coal and screamed for him to stop tantruming like a toddler. He ran to his room to hide. You know that meme that says quarantine parents will now realize they raised brats? I hate that one too. My son is not a brat. He is neither spoiled nor entitled. He is a kid who knows his world has changed for a tragic reason. Still, it is tough for him to accept that there is no little league or karate class. He misses his friends. He misses the skate park and the simple joy of playing sweaty, dirty games of tag with neighborhood kids. 
I have two pre-quarantine memories that I just can't shake. When I took my daughters to their school's daddy-daughter dance, my six-year-old had seen her best friend just hours earlier, yet they ran to each other and joyfully embraced as though it had been years. My eight-year-old was awarded the game ball by his Little League coach a few days later. It was the last game before the season was suspended. Now I wonder, when will his next Little League game happen? And will I let my daughter hug her friend when they finally see each other again? My eight-year-old is right. He's never seen me cry, even though I am a crier. I'm an emotional guy. If I am angry, stay out of my way. If I am happy, I am a joy to be around. If I am sad, the waterworks are a moment away. There are few things harder on a parent than seeing your kid hurt emotionally, but I always hold it together in front of my children. I want to instill confidence in them that everything is okay. Maybe that is not always the right reaction. I checked on my son after his second meltdown. He was curled up on his bedroom floor, holding that game ball. So I curled up next to him and I wept with him. Moments later, he stopped. This is not as easy as your meme promises it should be.